Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. This is episode number 201 of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening in once again. So, wow, that was an interesting week across the National Football League, so... Uh, so I have things to say on Tom Brady. I have things to say on the Jets going into the bye week at six and three. But I I'm compelled to begin uh, to begin uh, this week about uh, two two different topics, and this is this is about two quarterbacks going in completely opposite directions. The Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, with Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. So, I'm, I want to start with Aaron Rodgers because the Green Bay Packers are cooked. The Green Bay Packers are not making the playoffs. They're, they're done. They're, they're cooked. They are 3-6. and six. They are four and a half games behind the 7-1 Minnesota Vikings in the NFC North. And th- th- this this season has been a complete and utter disaster for the Packers. And the, the, the latest debacle against the team with the worst defense in the NFL, one of the worst defenses the league has seen in several years. And Aaron Rodgers was held to nine points because... Aaron Rodgers made lots of mistakes on the field. He threw three red zone interceptions. And it wasn't necessarily that you give the Lions credit for that. That was, that was all Aaron Rodgers. And, 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 the, and, the, and you look at the ebb and flow of that game. And, that, and Aaron Rodgers was vis- visibly upset at his performance. And... And it it it, it, it there was so much of a, a lack of awareness. There was everything that, that that you don't want from an NFL quarterback is is what hap- is is what you got. Said so that, that that it's so much for the Packers being able to move the ball up and down the field against that defense. Aaron Rodgers threw for nearly three hundred yards. So but. So, uh, but but the uh, mi- mi- missing receivers open, miss uh, mi- mi- missing a lot lot of opportunities to capitalize, and 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 a, a, and a lot a lot of movement on on the football was was put to waste because the Packers couldn't finish, and 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 and, th- th- and I'll take you a step further when it comes to uh, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, and it, it it's been a it's been a combination of everything. If, uh, what we you look at you look at the inability to uh, to get a, a legit wide receiver in the draft, uh, them trading out to draft Jordan Love instead of a wide receiver, which which bruised Aaron Rodgers' ego, and 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 that bruised ego led to back to back MVP seasons. But 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 you you look you look at that you you look at it's a, their their inability to uh, to. Uh, uh, to value Devontae Adams, that uh, they they had they had the opportunity last off season to net Adams uh, and lock him up long term, but they didn't. They traded him to the Raiders for a couple of uh, for a couple of first round picks uh, in the process, but but the, but the, the, the latest debacle is on Aaron Rodgers and. So, and and it's it's also on Matt Lafleur too because 
Because you look at Matt LaFleur's first three seasons in the NFL. When, when, when you, when you t take away the, uh, the pressure moments... Yeah, the, the the single greatest three year stretch uh, to start an NFL head coaching career for Matt Lafleur was coach of the year. He won thirteen games each of the last uh, each of his first three seasons. He's already had six losses, and the Green Bay Packers are already at six losses, and and it also didn't help the uh, the Packers wide receiver depth is extremely thin. I mean. Romeo Dobbs was was out of the game. The, you didn't you didn't have your veterans. You didn't have uh, you didn't have Christian Watson available to uh, to help out with the with, with the receiver game. It, it it was all it was all complete garbage for the Packers. And 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 forget about the Packers being being my preseason pick to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. The defense did not play great either. I, I mean, I I know they gave uh, gave up 15 points, but it's the Lions. But the Lions' offense appeared broken for the last four weeks. So go, going back to when the Lions were shut out in New England, and then the Cowboys held them to just six points and. And in route to a, a, a second half barrage against them, but th but this Aaron Rodgers throwing three red zone interceptions, that is unheard of, and 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 this is the opportunity for uh, for teams uh, this season to face the Lions and Dan Campbell, who was four nineteen and one as uh, as an NFL head coach, four. 19 and 1 as a head coach as, as a head coach I mean it's clear that that, that Dan Campbell is is a nice guy and, and, and players players really like him but so, but you, you you saw the dolphins get right against the lions in, in week 8 you saw uh you you saw Dallas get right with with Dak Prescott coming back and and you know, last year Dak Prescott came back from his injury, uh, follow, uh, following uh, Cooper Rush winning that Sunday night game in Minnesota. Then he struggled big time against a, a strong Denver defense. So and but and then and then the, fo the following year uh, they they were able to take care of business against the Lions uh, on that front. So you 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 look at. And Geno Smith, you can you can argue his incredible performance against the Lions turned his season around after Seattle started one and two, but but by Aaron Rodgers against Detroit, no 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 no, no, no. three interceptions in the red zone, uh, un unable to uh, to do anything, come up with zilch, nada, settle. I mean, that's 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 the story of the Green Bay Packers in twenty twenty two. And they're, they're, uh, and I, I think the, the long term the long term prospects are are cooked because you you look at uh, the, uh, the 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 commitments in terms of the salary cap you look at the terms of the salary uh, you, you you look at what they have in the wide receiver position going forward now I Christian Watkin, uh, Watson might be one of one of those second round uh, second round uh, pick booms that the Packers have had at the wide receiver position. Over the last several years, you look at Greg Jennings, look at Devontae Adams. He might be. We we just we just haven't seen the signs that he's going to be, you know, going to be an elite wide receiver in the NFL. So, you know, you you, you look you look at that. You look at 
it, look at the, them trading uh, Jeff Jordan Love, which which put a huge strain on the entire franchise when the when the Packers could have had Michael Pittman Jr. when they when they could have uh, when they could have traded up uh, to draft Jalen Rieger or Justin Jefferson, but trading up to draft Jordan Love was the single dumbest idea in the history of ideas. So the Packers are are cooked, cooked, and cooked and. That and the and the, the latest debacle is on Aaron Rodgers and oh they got the Cowboys this week oh oh good now on on to the the, the to a, a quarterback who, who has been who has been terrific and that's Patrick Mahomes and 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 the, and the, and the Tennessee Titans so I thought played a perfect game for. Uh, for 45 minutes on Sunday night against Kansas City, and that that's a credit to Mike Vrabel, the coaching staff, so that that them being able to establish the run. But 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 you, but you factor that, but you factor in Steve Spagnuolo's adjustments to uh, to stop the run in the fourth quarter, put, put pressure on Malik Willis, who who isn't who isn't quite there yet when when it comes to uh, th- throwing the football. And 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 the, the the game plan was designed to limit, uh, uh to, to limit Malik Willis have, having to do things. But Patrick Mahomes threw the ball sixty eight times, sixty eight times in, in in the victory over over Tennessee on on Sunday night. And Mahomes is it, Mahomes is. An absolute star, and and for for everything I've said about uh, about the MVP and who is the best quarterback in in, in the NFL, and I, I said preseason Patrick Mahomes is number one and and Josh Allen is number two, and I I stand by that, and uh, why? Because Patrick Mahomes ha- has this u- unique ability and and has this unique talent that that is hard to explain. And 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 yet he he was able uh, to to, uh, to find a way and, and and get a victory against a very tough, very well coached t- Tennessee defense. And he he threw for 446 yards and 68 pass attempts, a touchdown and interception, was sacked four times, a season high. Some uh, but but he but he used his legs in critical moments. I mean that the 20 yard rush on third and 17 was just. Was just a thing of beauty when it comes to uh, Kansas City. So, uh, so I, I I think Mahomes would be my my choice for MVP. When 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 you look at uh, his cumulative numbers for the season, he leads the NFL with twenty six hundred and five passing yards. leads leads the NFL with twenty one passing touchdowns. Oh, and also so much for Tyree Kill, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, came up big uh, in in crunch time. Travis Kelsey showed up when it, when it mattered the most. He he he, um, he he was as big a part of a success as anybody for Kansas City. But 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 you look at Kansas City right now uh, as the biggest challenger to uh, to the Buffalo Bills in 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 terms of. Uh, in terms of the Super Bowl conversation, so I thought that was a sensational win for the Chiefs, get, get, given the circumstances. And I know they were favored by twelve and a half, and I did take the Titans with the points, and I, and that was the easiest bet in the in the three year history of hooked on sports. But you know, the tight, uh, the uh, Matt, it's Patrick Mahomes' world now, and 
we're just limited. It's something to keep in mind when it comes to the playoffs in in January. Now, on to uh, on to a, cu- a couple of things that I think need need to be discussed. Uh, and 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 we alluded to Josh Allen, and and this was about the the, the Jets taking care of business and finding a way to. Uh, to pull off a spectacular upset of the Buffalo Bills, and I I thought there are the, the Jets had the perfect game plan for 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 Josh Allen. That yeah, Josh Allen ran for a couple of touchdowns, and yeah, he yeah, he he was excellent on the ground as usual. But but Josh Allen was one dimensional on Sunday, and that was as a runner, which is which usually doesn't bode well for you for for a uh, for a quarterback when when faced with a lot of pressure and 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 the, the Jets defensive line is is one of the best in the NFL now you you look at Quentin Williams leading the, leading the charge and Quentin Williams is going to be in the discussion for first team all pro defensive tackle that was a re- really strong pick by by Mike McCagney at the time and then Joe Douglas ha- ha- uh, did the rest but you 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 can make an argument that three that Three of the top ten uh, first round picks uh, th- 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 uh, th- this year. W- when you look at where the Jets select, the Jets have the fourth, tenth, and twenty sixth overall picks. That they-, they took Jermaine Johnson, they took Garrett Wilson, and they uh, and they took Sauce Gardner uh, at twenty six, ten, and four respectively. And they have all been dynamite. Sauce Gardner wa- uh, was uh, was a baller. He he showed up and balled the hell out on uh, on on Sunday against Buffalo. And and now you look at the Jets at 6 and 3 going into the bye week and they they have so much reason to believe in the future. You you look at the coaching, you look at so you, you you look at the talent uh, that the Jets accumulated in the draft process and and look, I I didn't think they would be uh, impact this impactful this early. I mean, I was dead wrong on the Jets. I mean, I have, I had the Jets going 5 and 12 preseason, but now the, now they're already at 6 wins, so that so that Prediction is officially out the window, so but but yeah, the the Jets can absolutely win ten games and make the playoffs, and that th- that should be the goal uh, in the second half of the season: get to ten wins and make the playoffs. So, I even even though the AFC is is pretty competitive, so I I think that that's a credit to Robert Sala, credit to the coaching, and a credit to Joe Douglas who uh, who finally made made uh, made. Uh, Make good out of his plan, and also Zach Wilson played significantly better. That he cut down on the mistakes. That said that, and, and I think that was a credit to Mike Lafleur uh, 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 making cha- making adjustments to the play calling, having Zach Wilson throw the ball quickly, and and, and w- w- which uh, which neutralized uh, Buffalo's uh, pa- pass rush. So I thought that that was an important piece too, and and, wh- and why uh, Mike Lafleur was such a was such a strong hire. As Jets offensive coordinator, and we and we we saw that uh, we saw exactly why on uh, on Sunday against uh, against Buffalo, and the last topic I, I wanted to, to to look at before we get into our picks, Tom, uh, Tom Brady could have another run in uh, in January. I mean, you you, you look at uh, at the Buccaneers, the Tam the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are right now in first place in the NFC South with a record of four and five. And and, and it, it, this season has been f- uh, completely unexpected for Tampa for 
all for all intents and purposes. You know, Tampa was uh, was supposed to be one of the strongest teams in the NFC, one, uh, a team that was supposed to make the playoffs in the NFC. So, but but Tom Brady has been acting like a double agent and a diva throughout throughout this entire process. You know, the retirement and the unretirement, the so all the drama surrounding Giselle and and the and the divorce. So, but but uh, as a divorcee, Tom Brady is one to know, and 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 the 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 Bucks offense looked broken for uh, for for four uh, four quarters against uh, for fifty eight minutes against the Rams. I mean, it's um uh, some bad play calling and uh, and not much of a plan. But they got the gift of the uh, of the Rams not playing situational football when they got the ball back with less than two minutes left and. And and only them needing a first down to win the game. So, but but Tom Brady gets the ball back with with forty with forty four seconds left and no timeouts. So, you, you, I mean, a, a part of me knew that he was going to go down the field and 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 and, and run out the clock long enough for for the Bucks to win that game. And and. And, and and I thought that was a, a terrific, terrific job by Tom Brady. Now look, the Bucks are four and five, so, uh, so, so they have a tough matchup against Seattle. I do not. I am not picking Tampa to win this weekend. So, but let let, let let's say Carolina beats Atlanta on uh on Thursday night, and 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 and, and let's and let's say a T- Tampa goes. Into the bye week at uh, in first place, I mean, uh, you 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 look at uh you look at Tom Brady and do, do you want to call up Bob Gronkowski right now? I mean, I mean if, if um, the, the the situation uh I I envisioned with Tampa was Brady comes back and start, starts slow with with without without, without much talent. Um, uh, with uh, with uh, not as much talent on the offensive line at the tight end position. I mean, the the first t- the first the first touchdown by a Tampa Bay tight end was so what w- was the, was the one to or to Otten in, in the last uh, ten seconds of the game on 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 Sunday against the Rams. That 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 was the, the thing here. So do, do, uh, so I find Tom Brady. Call Bob Gronkowski. Is he available? Does he want to come out of retirement like Brady does? And change the entire complexion of the of the Bucks offense, and change the entire complexion of the NFC. That that's what I think Tom Brady should be doing, along as they get ready for for Seattle and, and the bye. That is the the, the mantra when when it comes to uh, when when it when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I I think uh, the, and look, Brady makes the playoffs as the four seed. Anything can happen. Uh, anything can happen in a week NFC. I mean, so that, that they would have another matchup with with uh, right right now they would have another matchup with the Dallas Cowboys if if the season were to end today. The Cowboys would have to go to Tampa, a, a team uh, that 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 blew them out nineteen to three the first of uh, the first week of the season. So, I I, I think there is there is a lot to, to think about when it comes to. Uh, when when it comes to um, t- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Alrighty, everybody, it is now time for our picks and predictions against the spread for Week Ten in the National Football League. So we are halfway through 
the 2022 NFL regular season. Nine weeks down, now we're in the back nine. So, let, let us, uh, let, let's tell you how I did last week. And it, it, it was a little nervous early on, but I did really, really well. I went 11-2 straight up. I am... I went eight and four and one against the spread. So straight up, I'm now 86, 49 and one, and I am uh, straight up for the season. And I am back over 500 against the spread. I'm now 67, 64 and five. So uh, we have 14 games on the schedule. The Jets, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Patriots are all off this week. So, the entire NFC is playing, and three-fourths of the AFC is playing. So, we're going to begin with the matchup tomorrow night in uh, in Carolina between the Atlanta Falcons, favored by three, taking on the Carolina Panthers. Now, th- I, th- this, I thought this was the toughest game of the week to pick. So... So if you remember the last time the two teams met, uh, the the Panthers were down late. Oh, were, were down late, and and, and DJ Moore catches what what appeared to be a game winning touchdown uh, to put to put the Panthers up thirty five uh, thirty four. But he was called for an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty uh, for um for excessive celebration, which. Uh, which uh, moved the extra point back, and it wound up being a miss, and the Falcons wound up winning in overtime. So, but but I I think the Panthers uh in a division game, I think this this could be a real toss up. So so the first one went to Atlanta, but I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers here. I I think uh, I think the defense I think is gonna, is going to come out to play. I think they're going to respond after. Allowing Joe Mixon to uh, to run up their uh, run up their throats on 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 Sunday in Cincinnati, uh, they, uh, you, you're not gonna have that uh, thing with with uh, with the Falcons. But I'll take the Panthers to win the game, twenty three to sixteen over the Atlanta Falcons. We with first NFL game in Germany. It's gonna be on Sunday morning in Munich, and we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are favored by two and a half points, taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I, I, I this was a game I could not have circled Seattle fast enough. I, I think Seattle's got it going on offensively. Now, the the defense that Seattle's gonna face is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Tampa Bay does have a really good defense and. And lost in the shuffle. What was uh, was their performance to to keep the uh, keep the Bucks in the game and allow Brady to have another magical moment at forty five. But but Seattle's been much better this season than the Rams. When when you look at uh, the ability to run the ball with with my guy Kenneth Walker, he was terrific. He had a couple of rushing touchdowns against Arizona last week. But and and, and I think Geno Smith. Uh, in the discussion for league MVP is something that nobody w- would have thought uh, was possible come as uh, a uh, uh, come the start of the season. I mean, Geno Smith and Drew Locke were in the worst uh, in the worst quarterback battle in the history of the NFL. But so, but 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 Pete Carroll stuck with his guns. I thought Geno Smith was the guy. He saw uh, saw um, uh, all the dysfunction that Smith had to endure in New York with the Jets and the Giants. Now. In Seattle, uh, uh, with 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 everything that transpired with Russell Wilson, 
And, and now this is Chino Smith's team. This is Chino Smith's time to shine. And I'll take the Seahawks to, to, or to, to, or to beat the Buccaneers 21-16. to 16. We got a, ma a, a matchup of, of two Super Bowl contenders in Buffalo as the 6-2 Buffalo Bills with a not 100% Josh Allen because of his elbow. They are favored by 4.5 points taken on the Minnesota Vikings. Now, if I'm the Bills, and and and, and this is not where where I, I play a doctor or anything like that, but I I think it would be wise for the Bills to sit Josh Allen in this game and, and start Case Keenum, and with Case Keenum going up against his former team and Case Keenum uh, in, in Minneapolis Miracle through the winning touchdown to who else? Stephon Diggs. Sidelines, touchdowns, no flags, Vikings win. So I, I'll I'll take the Bills because I think they have the better defense, and Minnesota ha, ha, has had uh, the benefit of facing uh, some uh, some inferior competition over the last couple of weeks uh, with uh, with um, Arizona and Washington. But Buffalo's defense is is head and shoulders better than than them. I'll take the Bills to win, but I'll grab the points with the Minnesota Vikings. The Chicago Bears are at home, favored by three, taking on the rebuilding since 1957 Detroit Lions, and I, I could not circle the Bears fast enough in this game. I'll take the Bears to win and cover. They have the better coach, they have the better quarterback, they have the better defense, and and I think that's all you need to know about this one. Justin Fields, by the way, had a terrific, terrific game against the Dolphins on Sunday. He ran first quarterback uh, to, to run for 175 or more rushing yards in a, in a regular season game, to, uh, in, in surpassing uh, Michael, uh, the great Michael Vick. I'll take the, and, and he, he was all over the place. I mean, and now he's got the Lions. <laughs> I, I think Justin Fields is, is the must start in fantasy this week. Because the matchup is such one a one sided affair that favors the other Chicago Bears, and because of that, I'll take the Bears to win and cover. The Kansas City Chiefs they are at home, favored by nine and a half points, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I, I I'm I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I I think Mahomes against that defense is is not a fair fight, uh, and and the, the the Jaguars only came back because of the. Uh, of the pathetic uh, Raiders for Josh McDaniels. Uh, I think that Mahomes is going to throw for 350 yards. I think Travis Kelsey is going to have at least 120 yards receiving and a touchdown. And I'll take Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to uh, win 37-21. to The Miami Dolphins, they're at home, favored by 3.5 points, taking on the Cleveland Browns and Jacoby Brissett coming off their bye week. So... So the Dolphins are 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 six and uh, six and zero when two are starts, and we'll uh, we'll we'll make that seven and zero. I because because two has got it going on with Tyree Kill and and Jalen Waddle, and Ty and Tyree Kill ha has it going on, and and he he's already at a thousand yards receiving, and it's not even week ten of the NFL, and that that's a credit to the coaching with Mike McDaniel. That's a credit to. Uh, 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 to, uh, to Tua for elevating his game and 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 the offense, which is such a perfect fit for him. And Tyree Kill is is going is going to get some consideration by some of the voters for 
I'm, for, 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 I mean, I, I, I would I would say he's the leader in the clubhouse for offensive player of the year, but I, I, I know Nick Chubb is also going to be in the conversation for for that as well. He's uh, he's been the best running back in the National Football League this year. But I, I'll I'll take the Dolphins uh, to to win a shootout, thirty-five to twenty-six, over the Cleveland Browns. I'll take the Dolphins to win and cover. The six and two New York Football Giants. They are at home, favored by six and a half points, taking on the Houston Texans. And I I, I could not circle the Giants fast enough. I'll take the Giants to win, because I know I I am concerned about the Giants with. With the Xavier McKinney injury, so he he's going to be out uh, for for at least uh, uh, I would say at least a month. So that's something something the Giants are going to have to monitor. But so but but the coaching is so one sided in this game that favors the Giants, and, and I think that's that's everything you need to know about this one. I'll take the Giants to win twenty four fourteen over the Houston Texans. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they're at home, favored by, uh, they are at home as a two and a half point underdog against the New Orleans Saints. And I'll, I'll take the Steelers to win this game outright. I'll take the Steelers to win. I, I guess the, the, the Steelers are fired up with the return of TJ Watt. TJ Watt is expected to go for Pittsburgh. Uh, for we uh, for week ten now it's gonna be um, uh, it's gonna be uh, on a more limited capacity because he is recovering from uh, from a from what could have been a potentially serious injury but uh, but but I think we you, you look at the coaching you look at the quarterback and I think this is Kenny Pickett's time to shine I think uh, I I think this is gonna be a win for the Steelers I'll take them to win seventeen to fourteen over the New Orleans Saints in an upset. The Tennessee Titans, they are at home, favored by two and a half points, taking on the Denver Broncos now. Th- this was a tricky one to pick because I, I did think uh, the, uh, Russell Wilson played very well for the Broncos in, 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 in their last game, which was the, uh, the, the, which was the, the, the Wembley Stadium game against the Jaguars. So, and, and plus, the Broncos are one of the six teams coming off the bye week this week. But I, I think the Titans' uh, performance on on Sunday uh, Sunday night against Kansas City was inspiring. But when you look at when you look at the defense, when you look at Derrick Henry dominating uh, dominating the first uh, dominating for uh, big big portions of that game. But I I think the, I think just think the Titans have have more of the intangibles on offense uh, to trust in this game and and the coaching is is strongly favors Mike Frabel on the Titans so I'll take Tennessee to win and Tennessee to cover and 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 they're going to improve to six and three. Four oh five game on the NFL on CBS we got. The Las Vegas Raiders, they are at home, favored by six, taking on the Indianapolis Colts. So, so, so the Colts hired Jeff Saturday, Jeff Saturday, as their new head coach. They fired, uh, 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 they fired head coach Frank Reich on Monday after they had, the, he and Sam Ellinger got destroyed by the Patriots. But I, I do think Sam Ellinger and his Colts are going to put up some points in this game. So, because the Raiders' defense is offensive to the senses, I think uh, Sam Ellinger is, is going to get uh, going to get somewhat right. But I, I just think this is going to be a game where, where Derek Carr will take over in the fourth quarter and, and, and lead his team to a comeback victory. 
So I'll take the Raiders to win 27-23. So I have no problem grabbing the six points with with Indy. We got the Arizona we got the LA Rams. They are at home. They're they're favored by by three points to uh, taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And I I, I had to but before I, I I I recorded this this spot this segment. I, I needed to ch- to check and see if uh, if if this was actually the line here because when when you look at um when when you look at the these two teams and and yes the Rams are three point favorites so I, but I'm gonna take the Cardinals here now it is not a popular take here uh, but right now the Cardinals have the better quarterback and and they have the and and, and and they have more talent right by now that that that's going to play. So, so I, I and obviously there's some maturity issues with Kyler Murray, but 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 historically in the regular season, uh, the Rams have had issues uh, dealing with uh, the Cardinals at, at home. So, so I think this 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 is one of those series that's a classic split year in and year out. So I'll take the Cardinals to to, uh, to pull off the upset on the road against against the Rams. We got the Dallas Cowboys coming off their bye week. They're at home, favored by five, taking on the artist formerly known as the Green Bay Packers. Now I'm gonna take the Cowboys. I'm gonna take the Cowboys to win and cover. So, uh, but I, I think the concern here for for uh, the Packers is is their defense. I mean, because uh, you 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 have. Uh, a team that scored forty nine points, uh, in in, la, la, in two weeks ago, it, c- coming off the bye, and, and Tony Pollard is dominating. Uh, it, it, it can be dominant at times, and the, and I think Pollard is a better running back than Zeke Elliott. I've been say, I, I've been banging the drum on that the entire off season. I know, uh, on my fantasy football fever podcast with Tim McClellan, I, I I said that Tony Pollard was going to be someone to watch and. In terms of the fantasy department uh, this year, and and he had three touchdowns and 130 yards rushing against Chicago, uh, but I I think this is going to be a game where, where where the Cowboys are going to uh, are are going to uh, take take names and, and 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 blow up the Packers. So I'll take the Cowboys to win 33 to 23. That that seems a little bit high, but I I think Cowboys by 10 is a pretty good bet for. For, for, for this. Sunday Night Football on NBC. We got the San Francisco 49ers coming off their bye week. They're favored by seven, taking on the Chargers. Now, I'm going to take the 49ers to win. I'll take the, I think, I'll take the Chargers with the points. And I think this is going to be a game where Justin Herbert is uh, is, is going to shine on, on Sunday night. I think the, I think the Chargers are uh, are our talented team that that they, they were able to yank out a victory against the Falcons. So, but but the, the Chargers always have the talent to be competitive in games. But but I think this is going to be a game where uh, where the 49ers hold off the Chargers at the end. I think they're going to get off to to a big lead, and then Justin Herbert is going to do everything he can to wheel his team back in, in comeback fashion. And and I'll take the uh, and I think. The Niners get it done when it matters the most. So seven is a little high with 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 Justin Herbert on the other side of the field, but I I can't get enough of him. But I'll take the Niners to win thirty one to twenty seven over the 
the Chargers. And finally, Monday Night Football on ESPN. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, they're fa- we're going to play this as Philly minus 10.5, taking on the Commanders. Now, I'll t- I'm going to take the Eagles. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I think the Eagles are, are in the... Are in the driver's seat to be the one seed in the NFC. I, this I had the Eagles starting the season eight and one. It's I because the the only uh, the, the only split was uh, Washington. I had them losing to Washington early on, but I I I think the Eagles are going to go to nine and zero. Uh, and I think you, you have to be feeling good about uh, about the Eagles. So all, all things being considered here, so I'll take Philadelphia. And and Jalen Hurts to to win thirty one to seventeen over Washington and I, and, I, and I think this uh, you, you're going to start to see some calls with Washington uh, to fire Ron, uh, uh, the Commanders to fire Ron Rivera as their head coach after after this game. That's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. I'll be back here on the podcast soon. So remember to like, subscribe, and subscribe to this podcast this way. You're notified of any time the uh, uh, Hooked on Sports is on the air. So until next time, this is John Flynn saying so long. We'll be back here on the podcast soon. Have a wonderful week, everybody. So long.